0: I've always wondered, like, the people who, you know, have OnlyFans, like, why don't you just upgrade to an air conditioner? Isn't that better? Oh, I get it. I get it.
1: (laughs) What a great joke, Adam. Are
2: they they really sweaty on those OnlyFans videos? I
0: still haven't taken the journey into OnlyFans land. No, because I I feel like if you're in a committed relationship and and you don't have the consent of your partner and you're joining, you have an OnlyFans account, that's kind of scummy. And like borderline cheating. Right. So I apparently can make jokes can, about air conditioners can, and stuff. That's fine, I think.
2: <laughs> apparently, you can send them underwear and then they'll wear it on their page. Uh, Gentlemen, don't send unsolicited underpants to um, (laughs) women online. I mean, you also have to pay them like 50 bucks to do it. Um, (laughs) But I've only heard this, you know, through a friend. And last time I checked, Mike was my only friend. But, you know, I
0: I heard it from a friend. (laughs) (laughs) What is Adam accusing me of? This is is my punishment for not doing an episode
2: with him for like three weeks, man. Maybe he was matter baiting to people without consent. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Adam, stop reading the oh, accusations, please. This there's is so skinny many. with Mike and Adam. If you've forgotten, it seems like you, ha- you, sir, have forgotten. Your there's too you're, many, too many things going on in our personal lives for us to get together to make a freaking podcast over the I know. internet. We're I get, I, I get doing this. I get in my, I get in my Fauci ouchies, and that made me like <laughs> feel feel some ouchies. And we couldn't do it then. Freaking Mother's Day. Freaking what, what happened last week? What I'm what did mother happen lover, last
2: week? Yo, a mother lo- last week was my busy. Humping our mothers, we were humping our mothers. <laughs> no we time. Fuck
0: each other's mothers, fuck each Mike other's was, moms.
2: Mike got his shot and then humped his mom, and it was. And then he told us all about it yesterday at my daughter's birthday party. It was really, really, really
0: inappropriate in front of the eight-year-old. But. Uh, well, you know, I mean, she's 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 hurt enough, you know. It's about time that she, you know, it's about time, you know, I've been wanting to say this for a long time, Adam. It's about time your daughter grows up a little. You know what? It might, might be a good idea. She's been holding us back this whole time, man. and I think it's about time that she mature up, put on her big girl chaps and, you know, with the pants underneath them, of course, you know, (laughs) and like, and grow up a little bit, you know, get on that saddle. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll I'll tell her afterwards. Like, tell her I said
2: that. Mike said that you should be. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know how to put it. I don't know how to put it. An eight-year-old that you should ride horsey. <laughs> I don't know. With big girl chaps. That's right. Let's I said it. something. Something like that. I don't know where we're going with this, but. <laughs>
0: Well folks, thank you for joining us uh this week's episode. Uh, apologies that we've been out for the last couple of weeks. Like Adam said, uh you know, we've we just been busy. Uh we we it's we birthday season over here. Birthday season over it's here. It's birthday, it's vaccine season. I just got my daughter I mm-hmm. got her first vaccination this past Saturday. Uh last week I got my second vaccination, so I am just about a week away from being like fully um, immunized according to the, you know, from what the CDC recommends. So I'm yes. excited about that. Uh, you know, ex- excited that the things are starting to open up and that it looks like people in our state are getting vaccinated a lot. And, you know, when we went to the clinic just this, this past week, a lot of kids were getting vaccinated as well. So that's very, you know, that, that's very, you know, uh, in, it's good to see, you know, so um, encouraging, very encouraging to see. exactly For those yeah. of
2: you who aren't
0: you better get it now because India is going to steal all of our vaccines eventually. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be around, around forever. You don't want these foreigners guys. taking us, taking our American vaccines, Right. Exactly. You know, we, you know the, most of the companies that we get our vaccines from are from Europe, but it's okay. But you know, whatever. Microchips and, and, and vestigial tails and, and 5G. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so many, so many tails. I mean, like that's all people are talking
2: about these days are those tails. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, it's, it's kind of frightening that it's been announced that our state will like be 100% open June 15th and the mask mandates will be like gone from everywhere at that time. So it's just like uh, I'm happy, but is is it the right time? I I, I don't know. You so, know, I uh, mean,
0: we have to. You know, it, it just like we've been doing for more than a year now. We have to try to follow the CDC's recommendations and stuff. And if they and feel like- wearing enough, masks. Yes. Stop wearing masks. This is what the CDC
1: said. <laughs> stop Can masks.
0: you believe it's so bizarre to think that,
2: hey, the CDC said you don't need to wear a mask anymore. Like, wait, wait. They just spent a year and three months being like, you know, you should probably put two masks on and you'll be extra safe. And then all of a sudden, one day you wake up in the morning and they're like, no more masks, guys. You guys are good. As long as you've been vaccinated.
0: Yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, I was kind of shocked when they made that announcement too because I was like, oh man, you're just- people are just asking for these Ken's and Karen's to just walk into place. Well, the president said, I really don't have to wear a mask anymore. Exactly. You know? So like, exactly. you're just asking for these fucking assholes to like take advantage of this shit. They've been like, you like, cause these fuckers are like trying to buy quote unquote, like fake vaccination cards too. So like, you know, but you know, in, in all seriousness, but like, but on the, on, on the other hand though, like we're vaccinated and like, if they want right. to get sick from COVID, you know this disease that doesn't they exist. They they right. can fucking go do that. Then you know what? I mean, my I
2: bought my vaccination card fair and square on Four Chan.
0: Yeah, so, and it, when uh, I went I'm to your house, this, yeah, when I went to your house this past weekend, I just photoshopped yours. You know, so it's yeah, it's, yeah. I'm good to go. I can go inside Applebee's and not wear a mask anymore. You know? Oh my god!
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we... wings for everyone. <laughs> so many wings. I just lick for... these wings. It's
0: okay. The president said <laughs> <that> we can. <laughs>
2: But okay. so, so shows are coming back. I mean, this is going to be another thing too, for all of you people who enjoy live music, mm-hmm. unlike me, um, you can enjoy going to shows and this is exciting today. Big news, right?
0: Ooh, what's the big news?
2: The big news is there are, I mean, I guess we're going to talk about it, but you know, we got the guest. Oh, we that's right. Yeah. The, yeah. We, we haven't mentioned what this episode is about. We're not just going to shoot the shit and review the 1981 Jim Steinman album, uh, like I wanted to, that's fine. That's fine. We could, we could interview
0: someone, someone in the scene. Well, I apologize if this was like a little last minute for you, but like, you know, so I mean, folks, you, you've read the episode title. So yeah, we, we, we scored a sweet interview, uh, this past week. Uh, and, uh, actually well, to be honest, Adam did, uh, cause, uh, I, so full disclosure, I went to the dentist this past, past Wednesday. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I thought it was just going to be like a single one and done treatment, but, uh, I had to come back on Friday and then again this next this coming Wednesday. Um so uh because of that we had scheduled Buzz Buzz Buzz. What are you
2: doing? A lot of a lot of drilling going on in that mouth of yours. Oh yeah, exactly. Dirty,
0: dirty mouth of yours. <laughs> you know what I'm doing with my mouth Adam. Uh, but uh yeah, so um up and coming band, uh Flood the Drought, like uh, their lead singer reached out to us over in our email, Xavier Raymond. And we already scheduled the interview for this past Friday, but because I couldn't make it that because I had a dentist appointment, like Adam was nice enough to step up and go ahead and just do the interview himself. So uh, that's what you'll be oh. hearing uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, so very excited to uh, listen to that, Adam. I actually haven't heard it yet. So I, I know said, uh, it's, it's, and I've, I've told you, like, I, I
2: really hate my interviewing skills. Like dude, if, you're if, fine. if it's, if, if it's a, a human being with like real, like hardcore problems, i can interview the fuck out of that person yeah that's when your it comes job to like, dude <laughs> when it comes to some like dude who who plays music in a band i'm just like uh, hi what's your name um, <laughs> well like, so, like, you like you just, you, too? Yeah, you, <laughs> just sent, you
0: just sent me the audio that you recorded over on uh discord so like you know yes. I, I, i'll i'll put it into the episode a little bit later when i do the post-production but uh, yeah okay. i mean i'm excited to hear it i'm sure you did just fine dude like he emailed me back um because I, I just read it this morning like i emailed me back he said he had a good time so you know whatever yeah. okay so well, yeah I'm you'll be hearing that, uh, hear uh, that yeah you'll be hearing that a little bit uh anything else out of oh, we should probably get our plugs out of the way as well right do we have plugs we do have some plugs we got our <laughs> discord channel <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> our we got a small but growing community over in Man. discord and we welcome welcome to the fold tomaso 1986 yeah exactly and you know we and, and the you know, people who have been joining our Discord channel, uh, which again is linked in the description of this episode. Uh, and you can go, you can go in there. We, we play some games. We we have very spirited discussions. People share songs that they've been uh, checking out and, and, and you know. Bye, from, we all swally. Yeah, we, we, we're <laughs> finishing up uh, this, uh, this biweekly um, uh, album swap list of uh, uh, just this next week, so yeah. Well, right, right now we're talking about the secret lives of the Freemasons, uh, Noija, and also Midtown. Uh, Midtown's first album from the year 2000, so that's been really fun. Uh, so please join us down there, and you can guys, you guys can share your thoughts. And then you know, maybe if, if you're active, if you're an active member of the community, you can join in and you know share your albums that you'd like to recommend to us on our By we Al Alswali. We just added a new channel called Thanks I Hate It, which um, so far people have been. <laughs> good about um like the rules of about this channel because i i don't really i don't want to turn the discord into like a you know a place for dunking on bands and dunking on artists and stuff you know so far people have been you know respecting the uh, respecting the channel we
2: just we just started one new thread called "Thanks, I hate it." Yeah, uh, for just that dunking on,
0: yeah. Uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to turn that into like, oh, look at this
1: band it, it like,
0: Yeah, but you know, people have been reading the rules and understanding what the channel is for. So, yeah, so please. I, I guess I guess it was a good idea that we stuck with albums because the original
2: uh, acronym for this was Bi We Y Swally, which was you know the bi weekly weekly wife swap um, <laughs> but for some reason like a whole bunch of people were really against that uh, when i brought it up mm-hmm. and i was just like okay particularly guys, the lives. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and they put it all in that thanks i hated kind of thing thing and i just this whole thing i'm really sorry about the, that
0: but the discord is getting out of control <laughs> We need mods. We need mods to keep this thing <laughs> under control. Adam and I have lost complete control over our No, we're just kidding. We have a lot of fun over on our Discord. We want you guys to join as well. Uh and also one more thing, uh we because we haven't been on uh have been doing an episode lately, uh we we also want to remind folks if if you have if you don't remember, we have um uh a survey. That's going to be linked below. In the uh, description of this episode as well, uh, it's gonna—it's a short survey, uh, five questions, uh, technically six. If you want to take the time to take a, like a minute or two to kind of give us a nice full answer at the very end, it's just kind of to um, guide us, me and Adam, like in a direction of where we want to take the show in the future, and we want to get your feedback, of, like what you enjoy about the show, what you, what your least favorite aspects of the show are, like what's your, what's your preferred, like. Um, like episode length, so just so it's just stuff like that, and we we've gotten some pretty good um, feedback so far. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, just a we few. Get, uh, we just, more than five yet. Uh, no, we haven't like gotten that? much. We haven't gotten <laughs> any since our last episode. So again, we want to keep it up for another week or so. But uh, but if you if folks, if you can help us out and just take one to three minutes of your time, uh, we're not going to ask for your email or your name, nothing like that. It's completely anonymous. So if you could just help us out uh go to go to the uh survey in the description down below that would really help us out in uh, for all of our episodes down the line and if you want to talk to me over on Instagram I'm at mikewearsprada and if you want to send us an email just like our guest did this uh for this week that's at skinny with mike and adam at gmail.com I think we got uh all of that out of the way didn't we? Am I, I missing anything? So. I, I I don't think so. Okay, cool. So without further ado then, I guess we should go ahead and jump into your interview with uh, lead singer Xavier Raymond from the uh, up-and-coming pop-punk band. They're pop-punk, right? Because I haven't heard their music yet.
2: Yes, they're bridging that line between pop-punk and metalcore. And, okay in and, and emo revival so i mean no band's ever really done that and so i thought it was pretty
0: <laughs> hey be nice be nice he was <laughs> nice enough to reach out to us dude come on <laughs> but so <yes, laughs> the lead singer of uh flood the drought so uh, i guess yeah without further ado let's go ahead and uh, jump into that interview that adam did uh this past Friday
1: hello hey dude what's up man oh can you hear me
2: can you hear me okay dude is this is is, is
1: mike is this adam this is
2: this is adam this is adam um Uh, right on dude right on yes i i I, yeah mike couldn't make it unfortunately he was uh i don't know his his mouth is just like i don't know you should see the inside of that thing's falling apart. (laughs) what the fuck dude
0: what the fuck falling
2: apart so he couldn't even like talk he couldn't he, he's just not even cognitively here so i have to all do right, the man, i have to do the entire interview by myself and that's fine I've, i'm just like I've, I've become like the one of the biggest fans of your guys's music just in the last few weeks here um oh, right so on, dude, just...
1: right on. check it out man yeah we sent you like the the the, the links dude. the fucking like band camp and like the spotify and oh man you know, just all that stuff dude like yeah, i hope you're enjoying the music we got like new single coming out dude we got fucking like new albums just like i I, can i I curse on this dude i'm sorry man i should you
2: may of course you may curse all all you wish
1: oh dude fucking we got like a new fucking album coming out like july man it's like dude things are fucking looking up dude like the fan response has been fucking like Dude just fucking unbelievable dude just like well, so I much attention dude yeah just like fucking so many so much fucking like attention from like from like fans and fucking from fucking press dude and like we're doing like like i'll be honest with you this is, like my fucking like first podcast so like I, I i i don't really know what this is or whatever like i'm just kind of used to like doing like kind of like Face to face interviews or whatever, and just right. fucking
2: just especially like, in the shit. especially in the last year. I mean, there's been a lot of face to face interviews going on. Fan involvement, fan <laughs> involvement yeah, with music. So, yeah, I dude, mean, it's, it's
1: it's fucking wild
2: out there, dude. Fuck, dude. So yeah, I mean, we'll just kind of like bring your band into our like epic growing spotlight. I mean, we, I mean, our podcast reaches like the the. All, all of the scene pretty much is is following this thing. So you, you, know, you go, dude, I don't,
1: dude. I don't, dude. Yeah, Break. I checked you out on, I checked you out on like uh fucking, uh, fucking, uh, what's the, the fucking iTunes and shit. And like fucking, dude, it's like, dude, I listen to the episode. And you guys are fucking like mad, killing it, dude. You guys are fucking like always like fucking making fuck cracking jokes, dude. You guys fucking dunking on bands, dude. It's like it's fucking like it's fucking bawdy, dude. Fucking all right.
2: So yes, we 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 do the Duncan, and then we do the praising. So we're hoping that you know Dr- flood the drought continues to be a band that we we praise into the future. Because man. As soon as a, as an, as a band releases a bad album, I mean, we just we
1: dunk, we don't go back. So I mean, nah, like dude, the, the pressure we have to fucking worry about that, dude. Like we have not like we're gonna be like our first album came out like in fucking like twenty nineteen and shit, and it's like it, it dude, like the, re- the response, dude, it's, like we, we've been doing on like, tours, dude. We doing that like, fucking interviews, like the shit's like mad selling on fucking Bandcamp, dude. But like so for our second album, dude, we're we're, we're fucking going all out, dude. And it's like we can't like. It's, it's, it's just like we fucking like we went all in on this one dude so it's like you don't have to fucking worry about like this next album coming out and like okay. fucking being bad and like i i understand that you guys fucking do like that uh, fucking like top 10 shit so like dude it's fucking gonna it's fucking gonna top those charts dude i, can, Whoa. I fucking Whoa. guarantee it dude Fuck. okay
2: i mean that first album i mean it was like down like in one of the worst of of that year for me um so i i i, I, I was i was somewhat hurt and offended by some of the uh, choice language in that album, and um, but I decided to look past it and 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 give you guys a, the benefit of the doubt. Album two coming up here.
1: Um, Dude, so. One of the things that like one fucking like reviewer and uh, fucking like mad madcaps or something shit, some shit like they fucking like said like they you know it was fucking like nine out of ten stars or whatever. And it was like this album is like fucking like miles ahead of, like, whatever is, like, out right now. It's, like, fucking years ahead. So, it's, like, every time, like, someone says, like, oh, I just didn't get it or, like, you know, it just fucking wasn't speak to me. It's, like, it's like I don't take it personally, you know, because it's, like, fucking, like, when you're an artist, dude, and, and you're, like, fucking, when you're, like, thinking outside the box all the time, fucking shit. And it's, like... You understand that people aren't gonna always get it, right? I mean, like we're fucking we're mixing like pop punk dude, we're fucking fixing mixing like metal dude. Even got like some of that yeah, fucking emo rap shit going in there oh, a little bit. Like you we, right. we got we do we got a fucking collab with like Travis Barker coming up on this new album, dude. It's like it's like dude <laughs> How does miles that man find
2: the time? Dude? I mean he's dude, busy I like this like,
1: in the same fucking thing, dude, cause like fucking every fucking like new emo rapper shit, like They got Travis Barker and he fucking like... And he can't even like... like he
2: can't ex, 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 exit himself from Courtney Kardashian, according to everything on the internet. So, like, was he yeah, was dude. he inside of her while he was recording with you? Is my real question here, I mean, dude? That's
1: fucked up, dude. Because <laughs> he can play
2: drums and do a lot of things at the same time. I'm sure, so I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. But you know, that's just yeah, I'm that's, sure that's that just that the genius. Like always
1: good with his hands, dude. Fuck <laughs> you, <don't> fucking <laughs> Sandy, fuck. Yeah.
2: Oh man. So I mean, I, I, I've done some research on you guys. I know you've only been around for. For a couple of years here, right on Um, dude. But um, yeah. I mean, like, I guess just we'll start out with where where did the band come from, and and just kind of how did you guys get get get
1: going here? Uh dude, we 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 come from like fucking Montreal, dude, and we're like we're we're Canadian, like pop punk. Like we started off as like a fucking Blink One Eighty Two cover band. We're just like so fucking cool, dude. We got like fucking Travis Barker on this new album, dude. That's true. Yeah, we, we like our like our first. You know, we just we we used to do like do shows at like a skate park. Do we used to do fucking like take off your pants and jacket from, you know, from from uh, from from you know, from the beginning to the end, just like. On and then loop, you played dude, the album? And, like fuck, what's up? <laughs> I said, and then you'd play the album. <laughs> oh, dude, you fucked up, dude. What the fuck, dude, no, dude. Oh man, <laughs> it's man. fucked up, dude. No, no, no. We used to play the album, dude. The from fucking nineteen ninety nine. you have you heard it?
2: Of course, of course. Yeah, dude,
1: that's the fucking year I was born. But like, you know. So we play that album fucking like from back to front, you know, and just like fucking and dude, like, the, and like the people were just like, dude, this is fucking my jam, dude. So we just kind of like get from there. Like, you, you know, homies from like middle school, like we, we started a band together and stuff and just like, just like little by little, we started like, you know, we started going away from like the covers and stuff. Right. And started mm. becoming like our own band and like, just like. We used to play at like the talent show at our school, and then we and then we just like do like little parking lot shows, dude. And we just like and do. When we started getting like mad fucking attention, is like when we went to like uh, fucking venues and we play in the parking lot, dude. And like, dude, no fucking joke, dude. There was like one time where we where we did that shit and like. People started coming out from the venue to come watch us in the parking lot, dude. It's like, fuck. Whoa, it's like, whoa. it's like, it's like fucking like mad dreams, dude. And like fucking the, the girls, was... the girls would be there. They're freaking going crazy, man. they fucking screaming. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this, fuck, <laughs> this is fucking awesome, man.
2: And this was like all up in Quebec. And I mean, this is like, it's like yeah, 30, yeah, 30 feet of snow while you're playing in the parking lot outside. I mean, that's, that takes
1: dedication. Uh, dude, you, you, I mean, when you grow up in like fucking like winter weather, dude, you get used to it, man. It's fucking, it's it's, it's cool, dude.
2: And my big question, I mean, like Quebec, highly French population. I mean, where do, where does Chunk No Captain Chunk fall, like in 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 the the legacy of Quebec at this point? I mean, are are they uh,
1: like pseudo gods at this point? Uh dude, they're fucking like mad legends, dude. I mean, like. <laughs> Fuck, we, we. I would go. I remember. I used to fuck like one of my first shows was like a fucking chunk, no cap, and chunk shot, dude. And it's like, it's like, it's like, man, like, this fuck, this this motherfucker's accent is like fucking, like, dude, is this is like me, man. Like, <laughs> if this guy can do it, like, we could do it too, dude. It's like, no. it's like, you know, it, when you get that fucking sense of inspiration, dude. And it's like, man, it, it makes you feel like you can fucking do it too, dude. So it's like,
2: I mean, first, you know, I, 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 dude, your, your like, real first chunk experience. I mean, when he said. I love your nipples, despite of wrinkles. I mean, how did, how did that? How, how did that bring? How did that bring Quebec as a nation? Because I will only recognize Quebec as a nation. Um, how did that bring Quebec together? I mean, I, I nah, must have. Just... It's
1: like fucking like you know, because like like I said, man, we 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 started off as like a Blink One Eighty Two fucking cover band. And you know, Blink they they doing like the fucking like fun stuff and like you know they just fucking like bouncing around. Like we we just we talk about like fun shit, you know, just shit like everyday people you know, think about and talk about and, like, fucking just fucking mess around. It's, like, fucking, like, you know, two, two fucking dudes, just, like, fucking, like, locker room talk, dude, you know? It's nice. like, you it's know, Yeah, you know, you know how it is, dude. Like, you just fucking, like, talk about, like, shit that you talk about, you know, behind, like, people's back. You know, it's, 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 oh. you know, it's shit like that, dude. It's, it's, so nice. it's, like, hearing, like, songs about, like, fucking nipples, and it's, like, it's fucking, like, man, dude. It's, like, it really, like, inspired who I am as a person, you know? It's, it's just, like,
2: you know? <laughs> I understand. Whatever, I understand, yeah. and and so like, did did somebody discover you guys in the parking lot? Did somebody from from hopeless just come around and be like,
1: man, this is like the next potentially the next big thing? Oh no, dude, the hopeless thing was like it came a little bit after because we like we self released our first album, yo. So like, so like, I, did I ain't gonna lie, like my parents, are, they like, I mean, they 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 do well, right? So like, they they helped us out with like a lot of like. The financial part of it dude so mm, it's like we were okay. able to get on like fucking like the, so like some canadian parts of like the warp tour so that, so that that fucking helped too. like that gate helped us gain exposure and shit and like it wasn't until then we're like especially like in 2019 and shit where it's like dude so we we, we play like a little small leg of warp tour for a little bit but like northern u.s and like a little bit of canada and shit so it's like it wasn't until then that we started getting, like, fucking, like, noticed and stuff. And people, like, online were like, oh, dude, check out this fucking band, dude. They're, like, kind of, like, blink, but they got, like, some, some fucking edge on there, dude. And, like, it wasn't until then that we started, like, you know, gaining, like, online attention and fucking, like, you know, you know, we started getting noticed from, like, label folks and stuff like that. So it wasn't after our first album, bro. So, like, okay. it, like after, like, tours and shit, like, then, hope like, we were getting, like, offers from, like other labels and shit so we decided to go on hopeless because like the name hopeless like really speaks to me dude so yeah. it's like you know and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking with you dude but like <laughs> it was, but like they have like a legacy of bands, dude. So it's like, dude, let's fucking, let's join this family, man. It's like, that's it's what's it's fucking all about, dude. It's all about fucking family. It's all about fucking friends, dude. It's all about like just fucking it's all all about, that shit. It's dude. all about
2: flooding that drought, man. It's flooding that drought. Flood, yeah, no, dude. So, so you're fucking flood that drought. Dude. So your your first full length comes out 2019. I mean, the album bombs. I mean, literally, I read it. It it made like a thousand dollars. I mean, like you guys sold about just a few copies i mean i don't know how that even happens in this day and age um but how did that affect
1: the band i wonder well dude that's like what like fucking best buy sold dude like dude like i'm not gonna share like the band camp fucking like digital downloads i'm not gonna share like what it's gonna what how it did on like fucking spotify dude i mean like it's like you know like we did fucking good dude it's like i mean like i wouldn't be here talking to you dude if like the album didn't do well. Like we wouldn't have done our fucking like my parents wouldn't have had like fucking like gotten a return in their fucking investment if that album didn't do fucking well dude i mean like mm, it's fine dude okay
2: okay so, but, it's that, so that bit, is,
1: that, that's not stuff i usually like I mean, to talk about i like like i
2: i heard about the empty venues that you guys played at i mean there's maybe just like five or six kids there um and and just like the really low album sales the i mean the stream i don't know about bandcamp i didn't look that one up but the streams on like everything else like we're pretty low. I mean, we're talking like like double digits uh, some of the times. So it's like I, I was wondering how that even happens. It seems like anybody can put out anything on a streaming service and it can get, you know, six to eight hundred views, you know, a week. Even losers like me and Mike can get that sometimes. So it's just like I'm looking at these numbers, just it's not adding up. But then, you know, I, I don't know. How did that affect you
1: guys as a, as a band is what my real question. Dude, it's all about like, like, and dude, I know you heard the first album, dude. So I like, I know. you know, you, you fucking told me about it. like, you you didn't get it. Cause like, you know, you're, 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 you got like a tiny little pea brain or whatever. But like,
2: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, it, was, like, it was up against Billie message. Eilish, Billie Eilish and you guys. I mean, I was like trying hold to hold on, dude, it hold oh. on, hold on,
1: hold on. Let me, let me, let me talk for a little bit, man. Talking, like, you're interviewing me. All right. But like, dude, our message is all about like perseverance, dude. All about Perseverance dude so like you know little things like that like you once in a while like i know you you probably have no talent so you've never done like a show or anything right so like you you probably don't know what it's like to play to play to like a room of like you know just a couple dozen people right but like nothing I, i've never experienced like, that you it like i said you have no talent you're a fucking hack but like <laughs> Like I said, dude. Look, sometimes we have like you know low low nights, but sometimes we're fucking like opening for Chunk, no oh, Captain Chunk, dude. Sometimes we're playing like to a parking lot full of fucking passerbys and people leaving the venue to come see us, dude. Fucking flood the drought, motherfucker. Interesting. I mean, Chung's- it's all about perseverance, dude. You just got to keep on going. You just got to keep on believing in yourself. Yes. You just got to keep like believing in the community that supports you, dude. And it's just like. You just got to keep going, bro. I mean, you got to do it for the fans, man. The fans are all about it. I mean, dude. Chunk, like, chunk know, I,
2: took like five years off, so I'm sure you guys were just like playing, and then somebody was turning the CD on over the
1: loudspeaker afterwards. That was probably what was going on, right? Dude, I stand <laughs> by what I said, man. I stand by what I said, you know? So, I mean, like, you don't know. I mean, have you been to a show in Canada?
2: Oh, man, I guess I, I haven't. haven't. I mean, uh, no. I mean, do they just plug in their iPod and, and hit play?
1: Dude, you fucking balling right now, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on, dude, but like. Dude, yeah, man. But like I said, dude, it's like, it's all about fucking perseverance, man. You just gotta keep at it, bro. You just have to, like. Keep keep doing, and remember, like I said, dude, it's all about the fucking fans, bro. Okay. It's all about the fans, about that interaction with the fans. Well, it's all about like inviting those fans to come hang out with that, you after the show. Dude. And that it's leads like, me
2: into my my next question. I mean, there's there's some stuff I googled when I googled you guys. I mean, there's only like like four or five you know hits that came up on Google, and usually Google is like you know seven million hits if you t- type in anybody, but uh, like four or five on you guys. But I was really surprised. uh, Some of the accusations that have been swimming around the band, and I don't know
0: if it was. uh, No, I I uh, don't know who. I don't know, dude. What? I mean, well, we, what, I figure what are you we we're going to say, man? What you gonna say? What you we should say? we just need to
2: clear the air on this because some of this stuff is, is is just bad. And I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's the other guys in the band. I don't even know if there is anybody else in the band for all I know. But
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, like we have like people coming in out of the band because, like you know, like I said, you you heard the album, man. It's like it's like miles ahead of like anything that's fucking out like now, you know. And it's like, dude, like some people just don't understand. Some people can't play to that, like level you know Is it's that, like it's like us and holding absence and fucking like I the mighty and like that, that and like and like fuck you know yeah and like bands like that like they're the ones who are fucking like leading the way for all like the young bucks out there you know okay, okay. so it's like so, you know they people just don't understand dude
2: I just wanted to kind of like go through a few of these I mean they're all kind of like 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 close together they're all in like one within like I don't know two or three weeks in like August of 2020 for some reason I don't know I mean nothing was going on at that time but I mean like right here August uh, 17th we got groping fans um, we got August 21st we got, <laughs> well, we, got we got we like, got stole nudes uh, stole man. nudes on August uh, 21st um, we got uh, gave drugs and alcohol to intoxicate and rape girls i mean that was that was august dude, 22nd fucking, i'm like dude, you
1: fucking wilding out dude i mean like i don't fucking august
2: 23rd we got uh, filming child porn i mean I'm, I'm i'm running into a lot of weird stuff here i know this is all allegations nothing is, is dude, done. i
1: mean like that's this that's this shit dude it's just like you fucking you're fucking out there right you're fucking like you're going out there you put you putting your you're putting yourself out there you putting your art out there dude and it's like People just want to, like, put you down, man. It's like, you know, I'm trying to do my thing. I'm trying to, like... I'm trying to spread positivity out there, dude. I'm trying to like.
2: I mean, like dude, you can just like, you can view that number of ways. I mean, here August 24th, we have possible sex cult of minors. I mean, I'm not really sure what that means and what's going on here. Um, but I, I just I think it's time that you address some of these because I don't know are, are there like any charges pending at this point? Are you going to court
1: for anything like this, dude? Okay. All right, I'm gonna be real with you, man. All right, I'm gonna be real with you, cause like I already put out statements. Did you fucking read the statements? I mean, cause, the, like I, I put it out there, and I was like, "Yo, dude, like, because of like my privacy, like I want people to respect my privacy and like my right to privacy, bro." And it's like, I I just, just hear uh, like talk about my new single, dude, and you like you 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 going down my throat. It's like I I I thought we were already like past this, right? Cause like. Dude, like, if you go to, like, my Twitter, dude, and, like, people are just like, dude, I love you. Like, you know, think, you know, you, you, I know you never do this. All those fucking bitches are lying. And right. Like, but it's like, you know, you can't you can't let those people get you down, dude. It's like these people who are, like, they're throwing shit at you all the time. But you got to, like, stay positive, dude. You got to, like, just keep at it. And you have to just, like, believe in yourself, dude, and, like, believe in the music, and just, like, keep going, dude, and it's, like, you know, what pr- that, these, these people, these, these fucking bitch, I mean, women, like, they, they don't have fucking, like, proof, dude, it's just, like, they come at me with this shit, and, like, any, I mean, you fucking, even, like, the that shit with, like, the, the screen cap in the text, dude, like, you could, they, they could just change the name, to x-ray right it's like that could be anybody bro you're just like you're just trying to bring me down and i'm at my highest right now at the moment i mean but it's like
2: okay yes there i'm just saying like one of one of the accusations of dating a minor there's literally a picture of you kissing a girl and it literally says her name in age 15 i mean like it's it's right there (laughs) And, and i'm i'm not sure uh it just just how this can work around and i don't know if this is affecting album sales and streams and all that um well
1: but you uh, know like you know some people just like to fucking believe everything that they see in here right you're it's literally like,
2: kissing her and doing a thumbs up
1: dude 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 hold up hold up hold up dude it's like yo dude there's like fucking technology out there and it's just like You know, there's, like, those fucking Snapchat filters that, like, give you, like, a mustache, dude. It's, like, these things can, like, fucking, like, just your phone, dude. Think about, like, what our phones are capable of, dude. Like, there's, like, so much in our phone phones that like they're tracking us dude and they're like they have your information they got your credit card information, and the next thing you know dude like your mom is like giving money to like some stranger in the middle east dude it's like phones are like crazy fucking manipulative dude it just says right here under the caption
2: like it said immediately after this photo was taken uh, uh uh he he mentioned i'm gonna marry this girl in three years like like that
1: was that was the exact quote that's right here in the caption so it's just- dude it's like dude come on think about it this way right i mean like when i become an old ass man at 28 right yes. it's like she'll be 21 it's like oh okay. it's not a big deal dude i okay. mean so it's like okay
2: i guess I mean, you are you are but only 20
1: like, 20- but like i'm just saying like hypothetically right because like that's like down the line and shit it's just like you know it's not it's like these things aren't like a big ass deal but like people like to spin the narrative in a way that like suits their truth yo and it's like sometimes like you know it, 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 there's like a there's like a phrase out there like fucking alternate facts or whatever and that's what this shit is dude it's like alternate facts and um, it's like you know your truth bro and like i know my truth and like the real truth is like somewhere in the middle but like leaning towards me because i was telling the truth the whole time bro and it's like that's what it it's was. like okay. you know gotcha gotcha but like it's just I mean, when, it's and, and like so, i said dude it's just like these things these things keep fucking like they're trying to bring you down dude and it's like you can't let that shit get to you. Like I said, dude, positivity. That's what, like, the first album was about. That's what the second album is going to be about. And it's, like, dude, I know out there, like, the real fans out there will, like, will will, will understand that, like, these fucking haters and these fucking terrorists out there, they're just, like, they you, you know that these people are just trying to, like, bring down people at the height of their success, right? I mean, that's what happened to the last president, you know? And like the last US president, dude, it was just like the shit just keeps fucking happening and it always happens to successful white men who just constantly just trying to go out there and like do their hustle and like just do their best and just like, and for in some instances, like me, just like spread the art to the to the fucking masses dude and it's like okay i'm fucking sick of it dude i'm it like happens. i'm fucking like sick of this shit happening all the time and man. so
2: maybe we should that, that's a good segue into the new album and um but this title here of the new album I mean it comes out july 30th i know uh you know it hell if, yeah dude, if, dude i know am so
1: fucking hold on, hold on, like, i'm so fucking excited for this album dude like, like i said dude it's fuck like, we're fucking putting we're, we're going hard on this album like we heard the fans over the last two years, and, like, they want it to go hard. So we fucking went hard, dude. But, like, I understand that, like, a lot, some people don't, you know, you know, don't get it at first. Like, I, I imagine, like, we wrote this album to be, like, a fucking classic. And, like, in order to be a classic, it has to stand the test of time, right? So fucking, like, we, we, we expect, like, in 2025, 2026, 2027, when I'm an old-ass man, it's, like, you know, like, then... People will like look back at age, age ain't age ain't nothing but a spectrum, and just like you know right. realize like oh dude, that's fucking masterpiece, dude. That
2: Fuck. that that title was questionable, but okay now now it makes more sense in the broad right, term. Dude. It's, it's, it's talking, talking about, about like yourself, the- not about others.
1: Okay, right, right, right. It's talking about like the agelessness of music and art, dude. Like, it's, it's just the age, dude. It's just a number. It's just the perception, you know? Like, people, you know, it's like some like some people out there like to throw out fucking accusations. Some people, like, just don't understand that, like, sometimes art needs to fucking fester a little bit. Sometimes art needs to grow. Sometimes art is just not ready yet, you know? Like, in the eyes of society, right? It's amazing. And sometimes this art is a little too young for, like, society as a whole, and, like, you know, so it needs to, like, people need to sit with that information for a little bit and just kind of feel it out, you know, just kind of be like, all right, oh, I get it now, dude, I get it, because, like, I didn't understand before, but I get it now, you know? Got it,
2: I think. I don't know if I want to condone it, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm worried about the new single. I mean, you the can new... say
1: it, dude. You can say that you understand it. I mean, like, you can say it right here on air, and, like, to your, like, I, I assume seven fans or whatever <laughs> like you know I, you you, you could say that, close, like man. you agree with everything that i said yeah i mean you have me on your show right i mean there's a, there's a reason for that
2: and but the so the new single is
1: going to drop uh when is it a- I, I guess he's not i guess he's not ready to say it but you know it's okay <laughs> we'll talk about the music that's, that's all like i said man that's what it's all about dude it's all about the music it's all about the art it's all about that purity in Absurdity, dude. That's, like, the new single coming now. Purity. And, like, super excited. That, yeah. Purity in Absurdity, dude. It's, so, it's, like, dude, it's about how, like, hypothetically, dude, it's just, like, it's just, like, yo, these girls or this young woman. It's, like, it's, it's, it's it's from the story of, like, you know, it's from the perspective of uh, this young woman dude and that's like where a lot of my songs come from right i, I always write from the perspective of others because i got like mad empathy bro mm. and like i'm like the most empathetic person you've ever met dude so like oh, i wow. constantly sure. think about the emotions put myself in the shoes of others so there's like this 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 new single and i think people are really gonna vibe with it dude is about how this young woman dude is just like she wants what she can't have bro and it's just because like society keeps telling her that like no you can like he lives in another country and like he's like 17 years older than you and it's just like you know dude just society keeps putting people down and shit you know it's just stuff like that like just a uh, just you know hypothetical right but like that's what the song is kind of like about you know okay i think- i know that the concept's like a little too like broad for your kind of like pea brain mind but like I hope that, like, in time, you'll understand. So, like, you can look back at this podcast when you're, like, on your deathbed or whatever because well, how old you are, I don't know, you're fucking <laughs> old as fuck. But, like, but, you know, we can look back at this podcast and, like, think back and be like, oh, dude, like, I finally get it now, you know? Because, like, I, I thought about it for a long time and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess I used to think one way, but now I think this new way with a new perspective, dude. Right. It's just, like, society, and you'll understand, dude, like, society was just, like, holding me back dude. how society was just kept kept telling me that like nah dude this is the way that you need to think about things and it's like that's not always the case bro it's not like it's just like you know like what is consent you know it's just like do two people need to like say that well something's okay or usually or just, like, you, one yes. person i think legally
2: that's the uh, correct definition of consent no, let me finish dude,
1: bro let me finish no let me finish bro. like or just like one person just not understand what they want you know does it is, is does it take the eyes of someone a little bit more enlightened to kind of mm. tell the other person what they want you know mm. that's a lot about is it like, there's like a lot of themes of that in the new album too you know it's it's like fucking like it's like i said dude it's like these are heavy topics and like we weren't afraid to tackle them this time you know just kind of let's go all in you know and i know like the listeners and like the true fans out there who tell me every day like oh i love your love your music love your art dude know, oh, you're so fucking great it's like all oh, those people those fucking bitches are liars like you know the people who tell me every day like this is what they wanted right so like this is what i've given to them you know okay okay well i mean an unrelated note it was hard to get funding for this album <laughs> Well, I'm very
2: sorry to hear that and uh, I hope that as covid uh, clears up you guys can tour the vast Canadian landscape uh and 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 make back some of that money cuz I don't know I don't know how many albums hopeless is giving you guys but I have a feeling
1: this could be the last one if it doesn't uh, pan out perhaps uh, dude we were like one of the only bands that like hopeless signed to a six-album oh contract, wow. So, like, we're super excited, man. But this is our first one in the contract. So, like, we got, like, five more to go. So, it's just, like, nowhere but up, dude. It's just, like, just, like, how my personal life is, dude. It's, like, nowhere to go but up, you know. Like, that's, that's what I tell all of our fans who come visit our tour bus, yes. you know, after the show, you know, I give them something to drink just to kind of relax a little bit. And it's just, like, you know, we we, we get to chatting and then we some other stuff. And, like, you know, so, like, that's all. It, that's all there really is to it. It's just like I fucking tell all of our young female fans out there. Just like fucking believe in yourself, dude. It's all about that perseverance. It's all about the art. It's all about the. It's all about the. It's all about the music. It's all about community, dude. It's like fucking. Oh, dude. Fuck. We don't need to
2: let the the legal side of it uh, get in the way. Is what you're trying to say.
1: Yeah. The, don't let and don't and take it from me, dude. Like like where and you too, dude. Adam, right? Like whatever. You go in your life, man. Don't let haters or terrorists or fucking liars like get you down, dude. It's like, dude, it's just like, just, just, just live your life, dude. Let, fucking live your life the way you want to live your life to your own reality, and like, don't be afraid to let people know what your reality is. Don't for, don't, don't be afraid to tell people what they fail to understand. Right. You know what you know what I'm saying? Don't be what afraid
2: to tell people what they should think.
1: Yes, got it. Right. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say, dude, because like that's kind of the responsibility of the enlightened, bro. So, so it's like you have to kind of, you know, think about shit that way, you know? It it's makes like, sense.
2: It makes sense. I, I yeah, feel like dude. I'm being changed right now. My whole perspective. Dude, of
1: this. tell me about it, dude. It's it's not like I said, it's not it's not easy getting through to people all the time, especially with all these fucking liars and fucking terrorists Parents. and fucking shit out there. That, Parents of your fans you know, and all that. I mean, you know, I again, I have fucking mad empathy, right? Like I'm dude, no one's more empathetic than me, but like, so like I understand these parents out there like taking the side of like their teenage daughters and like so so, so it's like so like I don't even like think about it, you know? I don't even, I, I just brush it off like it's nothing, dude. It's like fucking whatever, dude. I mean, like you can Come at me with whatever fucking like lawyer or whatever. I don't I don't give a fuck. But it's like it's like they just don't understand. Like you know their 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 young daughters want what they want, dude. Like they want what they were told they want, dude. So it's like I don't see the fucking problem, dude. So it's like that's what these haters don't fucking understand, Man. you know. And it's just and it's hard to get through to people sometimes because like they're constantly like. It's like oh you're a fucking child molester oh you're a rapist or it's like it's just like nah do you don't understand what those words mean dude it's just like fuck, oh, dude
2: i mean really the fuck who...
1: is grooming man i groom my fucking dog dude it's like it's what the fuck people
2: people don't understand you know definitions of words and you know it's just yeah really sad so dude so dude, well see, so like, what's ex-
1: that's that's the, that's the thing dude like i'm glad that like you understand you know i'm glad you went on the record and it's like oh you support me and you support my music you support all what i'm all what i'm all about and shit so, so so i'm glad that like we got i got to get that out of the way yo
2: well we'll see where your album ends up on my end of the year list but uh what's next on the horizon for uh for for flood the drought i mean are you guys going on tour soon what's uh what's gonna happen here
1: yeah dude i like, fucking things are opening up dude and like you know the u.s president you know i mean i know he's not like the legitimate president or whatever but like the u.s president just like kind of announced it like oh he's, you know you can go inside without masks or anything so like you know i mean I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna get the fucking vaccine dude there's fucking that's, you don't know what the fuck's in that shit right, right. but like it hasn't been tested enough but- i know yeah dude it's only been like i mean like you're making us the guinea pigs bro it's just like what the fuck dude i mean like are you fucking kidding me dude i'm not i'm not a fucking sheep dude i i think my own way i do what i want to do right but anyway like fucking like the u.s president's like fucking opening shit up so we're like already scheduling u.s tour dates bro so it's like hit us up like around the time the album comes out july 30th man so it's like we're you know we're doing like you know, we're doing, like, headlining tours. We're doing, like, festivals, dude. Like, summer's right around the corner. So I can't wait to see, like, the fans out there at the festival circuit, dude, and their fucking bikini tops and short shorts. And it's, like, it's, like, fucking, it's, like, old times, dude. It's just, like, going to the skate park and seeing all them fucking sexy girls out there, dude. And it's, like, woo! And so it's, like, you know, right around. So keep an eye out. Go check out flooddrought.org, Or you can go check out mute for, for our old album. Uh, the new single's coming out too very soon uh next week next week actually at uh, on may 28th so the new song is called purity in absurdity that again that comes off of our second album age ain't nothing but a spectrum but uh yeah so check us out we're're we're, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be making up for lost time dude we got and we, we can't wait to do the meet and greets out there you know there's like there's like forms out there right so it's just like has your age and has like your gender and it's just like fucking like a you send like a selfie of yourself so like we pick lucky few uh you know girls out there to come meet after the show and stuff so that's gonna be fucking fun so they'll be on the lookout for that and fucking dude i'm just gonna be fucking out there promoting and like talking with people and talking about community talking about perseverance bro talking about how like you know alternate fucking ways of thinking dude it's just like people don't understand dude. people don't understand fucking haters are out there and it, it takes a lot to kind of get through to the fucking like weak minded well, and you remember know?
2: the more you say that the more it becomes truth
1: I mean like there's a there's a fucking kernel of truth in there do you see I understand that <laughs> like, you're getting it right you're getting it too I mean if you so just keep like,
2: repeating it every like one to two minutes eventually it just becomes a truth
1: I mean, that's what I'm fucking saying, dude. I mean, like, I mean, that's kind of like the point of the album too, right? If you just listen to the album over and over again, you're like, you'll get the message, right? You'll get the message eventually, dude. So it's like, so that's why I hope people check out the album, dude. Again, it's age ain't nothing but a spectrum. Uh, this is a new song. You're gonna play the song, right? We're gonna play the
2: song right here. I, I, we just got the I teaser think- track right here.
1: Yeah, cool, dude. I think my PR team just like sent you the sent you the song. So you, yeah, you 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 could play it on your right. fucking radio show or whatever. Well, so it's like that's pretty. Thank cool. you
2: for coming on, and uh, you know, stay stay really? out of trouble.
1: And uh, we'll see ah, what dude, happens. Like I don't get into trouble. It's it's it's, it's haters, dude. Okay. Whatever. I mean, like all this shit will like will will blow past you. I mean, like and I've, I like I said in my statement, dude. I already like donated five hundred dollars to walk away from rape charity right oh i've heard of so I've heard like, of that
2: one yeah that's a, that's that's a, that's a good
1: one yeah dude, like the walk away from rape charity like they do a lot for fucking like victims right and by victims i mean like people like me who have been like accused of like nonsense and like false truths and fucking accusations so it's like I mean, when you just walk away from it, When you it, break dude, it down, like, I
2: mean, the only logical person who has walked away from rape would probably be you. You know, so it makes perfect dude, yeah, sense. I mean, like,
1: I mean, like there's, there's lots of haters out there who hate on, like, artists and shit. Like, people who hate on, like, Johnny Craig, dude. Who fucking hate on, like, Mikey Sawyer, dude. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I'm so sick of these people holding down these artists, man. It's like, just let us fucking live, bro. Just fucking, like... You know, I mean like we're gonna be going on tour soon with like Omarosa, dude with lost profits, dude, oh, no. with fucking like it's the... the the milk teeth, bro, the band Camino, bro, these... Owl City, <laughs> Aiden, dude, Aiden's coming oh, no. back. I'm gonna no. be touring with them.
2: It's the stay five hundred feet away from school tour. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked
1: up, dude. <laughs> I mean like get we're really excited for like the get scared tour that we're doing. So it's like, you know. I mean like we're 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 going out there, we're spreading our music, we're spreading our art out there. So we, we hope we hope fans will get excited, man. We and and you know and, and I just want people to remember like like I have not been charged of anything. I continue to live my life while these so called accusers fucking go out there, spread negativity out there. So it's like, yo, who's like the real bad guy here, you know? I mean like I can continue going on making music and like people listen to my band and my music and all sh- and all that shit and like get excited for the songs and share my songs on Discord and shit. And it's like who's the real who's the real bad guy here, dude? I mean like
2: is it society or is it is it you? I guess that's for the people
1: to determine. So And dude I dude, I don't know where you've been, but like fucking on Twitter. The people have spoken bro i mean like it's just like it's it's, like, it's it's the truth out there dude like people have spoken they're like dude you did nothing wrong man it's like the fucking sluts out there always fun you know shit like that dude so it's like well, oh, whatever okay well let's
2: play that track and uh we'll uh, we'll get we'll uh talk to you
1: next time alright bro, peace out, man. It was fun talking with you. Hope to talk with you again, dude. And it's like, again, check out "Purity and Absurdity." The single comes out next week. It's just a small clip of it, and then check out the full album coming out on July thirtieth. Age ain't nothing but a spectrum, and I'm legally uh, and I'm legally obligated to talk to you guys about the walk away from rape trade uh, charity. Go check them out as well. I'm already there. <laughs> Can't breathe when you're choking me I didn't say that you couldn't do that wow
0: what a great interview i really enjoyed the part where you guys talked about his personal life and talked about all the great things that that man has done what an inspiration i mean when he breaks it down in logical
2: terms like that an inspiration you, you, you get it no you get you get why he is the one that we should be more uh worried about his victimhood um I mean, oh, wow. I, I just, I, I hope that like people can really understand that he's just coming from, from a place of peace and a place of, uh, of, of just being transparent. And, um, if you don't get that, then you're part of the problem. No, oh, that's I'm interesting, just dude. That there.
0: Like, I'll be honest, so, like I, I haven't listened to it yet because like, we're just recording this on Sunday. So like, uh, it's, it's, you sound like you had a really enlightening talk with
2: him. I mean, you, you go into an interview uh, thinking a certain way, you come out of it thinking completely differently. I mean, it's just like, it's mind blowing.
0: Oh, wow, dude. Like, I was like, because like, some, a lot of times, like, we get like these solicitations on our email. I'm like, eh, not interested, not interested, not interested. But like, I don't know, something about this one, like, spoke to me, and I was like, oh, we should, we should, so, yeah, we should, we should try to set up this interview. So I'm I'm really sad that I wasn't there to talk to you with him. That's Flood the Drought. Flood the Drought. <laughs> kind of a weird name, but eh, whatever. But, the uh, I mean, it makes <laughs> sense.
2: It makes sense if you think about it backwards.
0: Oh, like, does their music, like, kind of invoke, kind of like, like, inspire, like, because flood the drought. Like, that's a good thing, right? You want to give water to that which Where, is droughted. Right. For okay. that which has no water. You want right, to give water that. to that which has no water. <laughs> exactly. I like it.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, it's a shame I wasn't Man. there. And I guess we'll never know what I thought about that interview. I'm sorry Mike
2: I'm sorry you had to miss it I I, I I wish you would have heard it before we recorded today
0: Well it's okay I'll listen to the new album When it comes out next in July Adam <laughs> <laughs> We've listened to a lot of music Over the last few weeks I We don't have I nearly did. enough time To talk about it all But like I guess we'll kind of give our brief thoughts over there Was there anything that like blew you away Recently like you, you just have to Kind of like get off your chest I'm gonna go with Uh Manchester orchestra the and million S- masses of God secret life of the Freemasons. Oh, that's one of our by we Al Swally albums. That was, yes. uh, also recommended to us from Tomaso Tommaso 1986. Again, thank you so much to our folks in our discord for sharing their thoughts and, and all that stuff. So
2: yeah, as I'll well tip. as, <gasps> as there's well more. as there's more, I mean, this is 10 albums and there's only three that I can probably share too much about. Good God. Um, uh uh jim steinman bad yes. for good which is what you've been sharing with me yeah and uh i i, I can talk about these albums greatly but uh, and i will say that hurt wave uh the uh Roy rodriguez side project band uh is 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 pretty flawless in and of itself
0: as yeah well. it's really good I know, I know it's kind of a short little ep which i feel like that's all it really needed to be which is which exactly. is which is good exactly. yeah night therapy one is just, what we're talking about
2: He's just at a point where he can really do no wrong in oh, yeah. his career, and so I'm hoping that that
0: just lasts forever and ever and ever. Yeah, one, um, we can only hope, right? Yeah, I mean, Dayseeker has just kind of gotten better and better as a band, in my opinion. So, yeah, he's kind of earned like his status as like a you know like a really interesting and artistic front band. So, yeah, this is a very interesting, uh, you know, electronic kind of ambient. Uh, there's a little bit of like rock elements in there as well. Like so hurt wave night therapy one, if you haven't heard it yet, this came out on April 30th. Uh, yeah. yeah. One of my favorites of the albums that came out that, uh, Definitely. that day. So, uh, Manchester orchestra, shall we, shall we discuss? Yeah. Because the million think... masks of God. Now, uh, uh remind me what album number is this for them? Ah uh, crud. I it's like seven or something, right?
2: Uh, six or seven. As far as I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to hope that you enjoyed this because it's definitely my favorite of all of their albums.
0: It is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, it, yes. It's, it's an album that stood out again. Uh, we listened to four albums that came out in them um, uh, was uh, April 30th. And like, this was definitely my favorite of the four. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up their Wikipedia page. I should have done this earlier. This is number six. Number number six. six. Yes. This is coming off of, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. 2017 is a black mile to the surface, which was kind of like a honorable, honorable mention type album for us. That was, it was a top 20 album for me. I remember
2: enjoying it. I haven't gone back to it, Um, but this one like blew me away. I feel like either the songwriting is getting better or they're just hanging around with, Better songwriters that are giving them songs, <laughs> oh, yeah, it, yeah. It seemed too good to be a Manchester Orchestra album, <laughs> which is strange, right? Yeah, I
0: mean, like, you know, Simple Math is one of my favorites from uh, you know, 10 years True. ago now, but like, yeah. I feel like this knocks Simple Math off of its <laughs> stupid high horse that it's been
2: sitting exactly. on for 10 years, you know, exactly. That's a, it's amazing how consistent it is. Like, I think. Yeah, pretty much all the way up. The first eight tracks, I'm all, I'm digging. I think Obstacle was the only track that I gave a, a thumbs down to. Mm, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, 10 out of 11 for me. Yeah, it
0: starts really well. It ends really well. It's got a really good pacing in the, in, uh, you know, all songs in between. Really good ebb and flow, too. Like, it's heavy when it needs to be heavy. You know, it's it kind of lowers the tempo when it needs to, as well. Um, Bedhead is the lead single off of that. Yeah. Um, I think it looks like, looks like over here, keel timing and telepath for both singles as well. But mm-hmm. bedhead was the only Tele- one that I listened to. Um, telepath is such a good song. It is, man. It's like the shortest song on the album too, but it's like so good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, like just, a, just a knockout hit all around. And, you know, I was, I was kind of going into this album a little trepidatious because, yeah, I mean, black mile was good, but it, you know, it, it wasn't, it didn't like blow me away the same way I was hoping like, mm-hmm. simple, you know, like the same way simple math did um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean whew, check this one out if you haven't i mean manchester orchestra they've been around since 2006 a little bit less a little bit before then but um they've just been churning out like really good like independent like or indie progressive rock and like nice. it, i mean like it, you you can tell this is like a lot of people's favorite band for a good reason i mean like and I, I keep mentioning simple mass simple mass is one of my all-time favorite 100 top 100 albums and like uh, I think, million Mass of God is going to have to be squeezed in there somewhere, man. someday you will adjust that list <laughs> the way it's supposed to what a, be.
2: What a great story, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see. So Manchester Orchestra, and I mean, talk, talking about our Baiwea Swali. Um, you know, obviously, secret life of the Freemasons. Was my standout of the three for that one. Did you
0: ever um, hear of this band before?
2: No, never had, and I, I would, I would honestly put this in the fucks category. Ooh, would, fucks. would you not? Would you not put it there? Because I think it's pretty consistent all the way through, and it's got that up tempo. I, I don't even want to say this sounds like two thousand eight to me. This this seems to be a very unique sound with with uh, with the vocalist on there
0: yeah so. yeah it is it, it does stand apart from other 2008 albums out there and like uh, i in, and i was reading on their like history and stuff like their first album um this was built to make you dance came out on astromagnetics which was a short-lived um uh label that was started by jeff rickley and there's wow. a few albums that kind of came out on that on that uh, label where I thought like, oh, this, these guys are going to be the next big thing. These guys are going to be the next big thing. And like, and it you just know, never happened. just never <laughs> happened, no. But um, yeah, this was a very interesting album. And this was their third overall, right? Yeah, and they just kind of petered out, man. It's kind of a shame.
2: I'm, I'm assuming they probably got dropped and then uh, broke up. They're on Victory, so Victory has their reputation.
0: Victory fucked so. them.
2: Yes. So yeah, I don't know anything about this band. They, they, they broke up before like Facebook was a thing. So I tried to look them up on there and there was no information at all. Yeah. Good luck trying to find any history about this band. Yeah. So they had two previous albums from 04 and 05, but uh, yeah, this one was good. I mean, it's got that whole kind of bro vibe uh, with the whole, you know, just a lot of alcohol related Party kinds of things, yeah, but, but it's not it, It's not
0: over the top either, you know. It's it just kind of mm-hmm. just kind of rides that fine line of like just being like just fun enough, but not like vapid, you know. Mm-hmm. Like a certain lead so, singer that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave this one an eleven out of twelve. I was impressed. Ooh, yeah, that's Un- a good score, impressed. dude. Yeah, and I was about to say too. Like this kind of reminded me a little bit of like Don Broco because we just got you know we were just oh, introduced yes. to them a little bit, so it, it kind of gave me that kind of vibe. So the other two were not really my thing for our Swally uh, this week. Yeah. Um, last year's Norwegian through fire, all things are renewed. And I think it's probably how you pronounce it. And then uh, two, the year 2000s, a uh, debut album from Midtown, save the world, lose the girl.
2: And I was telling Mike yesterday that uh, Midtown to me, just reminded me of watching my friends play Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which was never a game that I enjoyed playing, nor did I enjoy listening to the music on back in 99, 2000. Um, so I, I this, this one just did not click with me at all, but you guys oh, all okay. seem to like it. So that's cool.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, this gave me like, I mean, Midtown at least gave me like such nostalgic vibes. And, you know, it, and I, was, and I was saying in my review of it over on our We Al Swali channel, that like if had I listened to this back in when I was 14 years old, like I feel like I would have gotten a whole new, like perspective on music at the time. Cause at that time I was listening to like blink and Lincoln park and some 41 and you know, stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, had I listened to this, like I would have gotten into like warp tour style music much mm-hmm. sooner, you know? And I wasn't so, expecting this album to be like very skate punk either because I'm only mm-hmm. familiar with like the music videos of Midtown from their second album, which like, you know, I don't know if you listen to like that, that song, uh, give it up. Um, but like that is such a good song, man. And it's like, uh, mm, it, and I this see. is way different. It sounds like a completely different band.
2: Okay. Yeah. It never, I don't, doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay. So I probably have not heard it, but, and then Zoija was an interesting listen. Definitely. Um, still kind of a 50, 50 album in my opinion, but yeah. uh, they they seem to have their, their thing working for them so far. This is album number two for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This so, one, uh, this one was, it, w- this one impressed me, but not like too much. I don't know if I would have put it in my top 10, probably like the mid to low honorable mentions, maybe, or mid to high honorable mentions. But like, um, you know, I mean, it, it I, I, c- I can see why people would like this. Again, I've only had like a week with it. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have like the, I don't have like uh, the reverence for it that the, maybe people who have been checking it out since, 2000, since 2020, might have but yeah what a, this is an interesting album I, I i think i might check out anything from the future this band might have did, yeah. did this band impress you enough to want to check them out like down the road somewhat okay. somewhat i
2: probably will as for uh gami gang oh we're to talk about angel? gami gang so <laughs> right, this so one seemed gami to be angel this one seemed to be overwhelmingly uh positive love on discord um i don't know where mike stands but I really struggled with this one a lot.
0: Okay, I'm <laughs> relieved to hear you say that because I thought <laughs> okay. I was the only one. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, I, look, gummy Gami Gang is is hard. I don't know what it is about this album that's not making me connect to it. It's like I, this is going to sound this is going to sound harsh, but I feel like they're trying too hard. It, it seems like all the elements are there. Obviously, the musicianship
2: is great. The the cadence is good at parts definitely and it's it's just got that like again how many words can we put in a song kind yeah. of thing and i'm like i'm listening and i'm like he's not breathing and he's just like <laughs> it's just like a full on rap flow like for three solid minutes on on some of these songs that's um, called so. a post production tr- uh, trick adam <laughs> and
0: and for me just the, the the hooks didn't really hook me so uh yeah i was I, hoping that like in this 20 tracks that there would at least be like one song that would like, you know, that would that would carry me on after the out, al- uh, carry me through after the album was over, and like I kept trying and trying and like it's, this album just wasn't sitting with me, and like I feel bad because like our listeners seem to love it a lot, and it's like what yeah. am I missing? Is it just the fact that these guys I that I that I personally feel that this band is trying too hard to be funny? It there might be that. There's a fine line when you put humor in an album and like not every band can execute it very well. It's like dance Gavin dance can do it. Cause I feel like they don't give a, sh- like they don't take themselves seriously like at all. But like, there's that Tillian expert. Uh, there's that, there's that Tillian um, part of the songwriting where it's like, okay, that part's taken seriously. But then all the John mess stuff is just kind of breaking it up and being a little bit silly. But I feel like this band took all the wrong lessons from like a band like dance Gavin dance and just re- created their entire persona around that i mean is is I am i out of line saying that yes. do you think it's it, i i don't I, I don't think so okay just feel
2: it feels i don't know there's just some i, I think we might just be out of the demographic That's yeah
0: I, I was thinking that too maybe we might just be out of the uh age demographic that this appeals to like a lot of our listeners are are a bit on the younger side too so it's like Hmm, maybe this just doesn't speak to us, you know? And, and
2: you know, Pokemon well, and there's a lot of Pokemon references throughout their albums. I don't, and I don't get it at all. So, but, but you,
0: you didn't like it, even though you know all those references. I mean, there's a, (laughs) there's a fine, again, there's a, there's a fine line between like, Hey, here's a reference. Isn't this funny? And actually using the reference in a, in a reverent way that makes sense. So you Mm -hmm. can't just throw in Dewey from, from uh, Malcolm in the middle and expecting to be like, Oh, Oh, I know, I know what that is. And like expecting <laughs> to like your song, you know, it doesn't work that way.
2: Exactly. So it's so, like, uh,
0: I don't know. I was, I'm really struggling with this one. And like, like I, f- I don't want to say I dislike this album, I just kind of feel nothing about it. Okay. You know? Okay. I gave it a seven out of 20. Oh, which I, f- I felt was kind of
2: generous. but. <laughs> <wolf>. <laughs> <laughs> but at least like that's uh, almost half, I guess it's like <laughs> it's a, almost a, half. a third, a third of it. I kind of enjoy <laughs> that's a 34% Adam. <laughs> okay. So I was, I was there. Yeah. Um, as for the new Royal blood, should we talk ah, about that? Tunes. So, yes. Let's talk about that a little I, bit. Once again, it's like right on par with the p- two previous albums to me. It's a okay. seven out of 10. It, you know, it's boring at parts, but enjoyable at others. Um, not really going outside the box too much, but no, you kind of keeping
0: can... with their, um, you know, their established sound, which is not a bad thing. Cause that, I mean, that the way that the way that the homeboy uses his bass is fucking immaculate. But yes, yes. The problem with typhoons, I feel like is that it just kind of sits at a seven, right? It's just kind of like mm-hmm. just sitting there. It's like, it's not, it's not every song is very similar. Tempo wise, like atmosphere wise like uh like songwriting wise it's just kind of sitting there there's it doesn't ebb and flow it just kind of (laughs) boom like as soon as you hear the first song like we're gonna be here at this for like 10 tracks it's like oh man It was like okay 40 minutes
2: (laughs) we're good it it was enjoyable it was yeah yeah it's not a great album yeah so there was that one. Um, I've been listening to Fountains of Wayne, uh recommended by by uh Weegs. The week's um, not not feeling this band after two and a half albums at this point. Um 50-50, you know, they can definitely write a hook. I didn't realize that uh their their main songwriter, Adam Schlesinger, um, who wrote many, many songs for TV shows uh while being in this band. Uh, he also wrote that thing you do for the movie. Like, mm. like they based, like I was reading about it, that like the movie people were like tons of songwriters just submitted songs for the movie and they picked his and that's what they based the entire movie around was oh, wow. the fact that he wrote that. They so based pretty, the
0: movie around a song. How interesting. Well,
2: at least the title and the main theme song. Oh, obviously. Okay. So, so like when you're list when you read that and then you listen to fountains of Wayne, you're just like, well, this just sounds like the wonders. Like if, if the wonders made five albums, this is what it would have sounded like. <laughs> so, you know, it, it doesn't pick up very much. It's not like much of anything besides like kind of indie nineties garage ish rock. Um, very Weezer esque for the time. Um, for at least their first two albums. And then the Stacy's mom album hits in 2003. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not feeling too much about this band so far, but it's, some of it is okay. Okay. So if it's all right. 50, Very cool. 50. And um, yeah, I think so that's, that's it. And then we can, we can talk about uh, for uh, Jim Steinman um, for the next hour and a half, if you would like. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. You were,
0: uh, and also because of he, because he passed away. Um, a couple weeks ago as well so it's like you know yes. so you you went back and checked out his uh solo album so what what his exactly is this album one, his one and only solo album that
2: he released this was supposed to be the next meatloaf album after bad out of hell one mm. but meatloaf lost his voice due to excessive everything that he did during that time and uh couldn't do it, so like the record company was like, "We need to release something," and Jim Simon was like, "Well, I guess I got to sing," and so he, he, I mean he he made this album with him singing, and um he you know does not he do the strongest that vocals? No, no, this is his only album that he ever did. Oh, okay. Like, other than other than doing some background vocals uh, on stuff here and there, he, this is the only thing he's done that he did that was like him only. So I, I was going into it very trepidatious of like, well, I know he's not a strong singer, but I know he's a great songwriter. So let's just kind of see how this goes. Um, three of the tracks on there carried over to bad out of hell 2, Um Including uh,
0: our favorite track, wasted youth. I had no idea. <laughs> Which that. is renamed. Uh, what is it renamed out of the frying pan? Right? Um or-
2: I was just about to look that up. I think it's called Love and Death and an American Guitar. Oh, great on. Track three. So um, yeah, the, it, it's it's so good, dude. This album is like, I don't even know how to describe it. I put it on and I am like so happy. I don't like <laughs> Lost Boys and Golden Girls. I really don't like that song. But um, the title track, all eight minutes and 45 seconds. I mean, it. it, it just... You don't get bored with it. You, you you just even though it's that long, it's not super repetitive. It just happens to be long. Um, Stark raving love is an incredible song. Um, obviously, out of the frying pan from Bad Out of Hell 2 as well. Um, Surfs up is a really good song. Surfs um, that, up. <laughs> that, I mean, it it it's a really somber song. It's it has it doesn't sound like a '60s you know Beatles song or Beach Boys song or something. Right like on, that. brother. Right on. <laughs> It, it it vaguely sounds like um, Objects in the Rearview Mirror from Bad Out of Hell 2. It kind of has that oh, okay. Load Like you're listening to the piano going, and it's like basically that riff, but slightly different. Um, and then you got your dance in my pants, Mike. And I I, I feel- <laughs> So you warned me about this over the weekend. Please describe the song part, Dance in My Pants. <laughs> part of me wanted to put this into the I Hate It <laughs> uh, feet, uh, thread this week it's so weird and I, I i think you need to listen to bad out of hell one first before you jump into this one so what's the connection between that album and just this one song i i it's it's it kind of has the same feel as paradise by the dashboard light where there's like the duet between him him and the female um, now where Paradise by the Dashboard Light is just about two teenagers in a car and if they're gonna have sex or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dance in my pants is just a a girl trying to get him out on the dance floor and he's like being like, no, I don't dance. <laughs> the, the, the line when he comes in, is just like, I'm a lover, not a dancer. Um, and it's, it's, it's so funny and weird and it, and like, it, it's just the back and forth. And then they just, just, you know, dance in my pants. It's, it's, it's a funny song. And then
0: like, and it's eight minutes long, so obviously it's it feels like a well. Like I mean, a you expect that when kind you listen to something that's Jim Steinman related, right? You expect these right. long fucking
2: epic bangers, right? But for this one, it's like not emotionally epic. It's just like, like it's like. Yeah, it's it's just the musical version of, of that of of your girlfriend trying to get you out on the floor, and you're just like, no, baby, I'm a lover, not a dancer. <laughs> so, and then, then eventually, she talks him into it with her with her sexuality, and, yeah. like you, you, and like you, you're listening to it, and you can visualize the whole thing all the way. It's like it's just that good. So I don't I don't think I like that song. After all the times I listened to it, I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to give this song a pass. <laughs> just can't do it. <laughs> well, it sounds like you silly. at least enjoy the storytelling of it. Yeah, there. That, that is good. It, like you don't hate the song. You just sort of like, I don't really care for this song. I don't need to listen to it anymore. <laughs> um, and then Left in the Dark, probably the most emotionally crippling song that, I, I think I've ever heard this guy do. Um, I mean, you know, like people have written songs about being cheated on and, you know, like, like, you know, the, and you would imagine like a Jim Steinman song about being cheated on, you know, probably just a very simple kind of like, um, you know, middle of the road, just very som- somber, kind of like,
0: Oh yeah, I got cheated on Whatever. It's it's okay. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> this is a song that was re re released by uh, Barbara Streisand back in 1995, 84, 84. Oh, on oh, yes. 84. Okay. And then it was re- yeah. also recorded by Meat Loaf in 1995. Yes. So this yeah, song his- is this song's been get, going all over the place. Yeah. So it doesn't fit well coming after
2: Dance in My Pants. Um <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is such an emotionally crippling song about being cheated on Ooh. and it's so good. Oh my god. Um yeah, and and I can see why people would want to uh, redo it. Now I listened to the Barbra Streisand version and I was just like, huh, that's interesting. Um, Because, because he also bookends the song with, with some spoken word stuff as well. Kind of like his uh, on a hot summer night from bad out of hell one. So it, it, it's just like super dark and, uh, and, and heavy. So um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. And then the storm is a epic orchestral five minute thing, which I did post on the discord page, which I don't think anybody listened to, um, where I put it like, this is how you put a massive orchestral piece into your album. Rue Reynolds. Uh, (laughs) 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 This is all instrumental (laughs) stuff, right? Oh, it's, it's all like, like giant orchestra, you know, it sounds like it's, you know, 500 piece orchestra, but it's probably not that big, but it is, it is, it is epic. I mean, it's dark and epic and brooding and, um, yeah. It's, it's worth listening to. And then rock and roll dreams come through from uh, bad out of hell too. Um one of the only, I think two songs that Jim Steinman doesn't sing on, obviously doesn't sing on the orchestral track either, mm-hmm. but he has uh Rory Dodd who sings on surfs up and rock and roll dreams come through. So uh, yeah. Th- and, and I love that song. That out of hell too yeah yeah as yeah. well that's um, interesting so like yeah so this
0: is like a, just a different interpretation of it it's mm-hmm. the original i
2: mean and and i've always you listen to it and you're like well these are the watered down versions of these songs mm. before a they had better recording equipment and b you have meatloaf's voice yeah you don't have that soaring meatloaf factor it. right so you know being being the uh fanboy i am now i found a uh Interview on YouTube with Jim Steinman from 2003 oh, nice. when they were doing a uh, classic albums thing for VH1. Um, like I found the unedited four-hour interview. Holy um, fuck! Can you listen to the whole thing? <laughs> and yeah, so over the course of the week, I just would turn that on and listen to him talk not only about Bad Out of Hell one, but just all sorts of things about the music industry in the late seventies and everything about his, his collaborations with meatloaf and goes into all these details about like meatloaf's numerous suicide attempts, shit, both, dude. both before and after they got like super famous. And I was just like, Holy moly. I mean, it, like he just, And you can tell like they edited it down for the show into like, you know, five, 10 minutes, but like the whole, the whole thing is there. And I just like, I just really, really enjoyed listening to that. He doesn't talk about any much about the later albums or much else outside of the late seventies, but still I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, and just good, good stories about, uh, how the record industry was at the time and like the feud they had or like, like kind of the incestuous Bruce Springsteen stuff with, you know, Max Weinberg plays drums on like all this stuff. And, uh, as does Bruce's, um, piano player is on these albums. Um, and yeah, just like all, all like the inside jokes that were going on between those two bands and the recording industry. Oh. And he tells this incredible story about, um, when they were auditioning the album for Clive Davis, you know, like the, the big Sony guy, you know, Mm -hmm. Arista Records you know founded Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston and all them basically they played like three songs from Bad Out of Hell 1 um for Clive Davis and afterwards, like Clive Davis just like, you know, obviously you have no idea how to write a song, sir. <laughs> um, you know, he's like, Here he t- turned turn to somebody, turn to somebody, he's like, give me a poster real quick. And he like, he basically wrote down on a post-it because he asked Jim Steinman, like, Do you want me to tell you how to write a song? Because I can do that. And he was <laughs> like, Oh, sure, verse. yeah, this is the chorus. <laughs> yeah. And he wrote down like A, B, B, See, and he goes and like just breaks it down. Like, and then you're gonna have a, a chorus, and then you might have a bridge, and then you go back to the verse and chorus again. And and here you go. Okay, I, I got to go. <laughs> and so, and Jim <laughs> Steinman just said like some of the stuff he talked about in these stories were just hilarious. And he just like said, I he still had that post it framed from 1977. You know, <laughs> and, and like 25 years later, it's like this is clive davis telling me how i should write a song and every time he writes a <laughs> 10 minute rock opera he looks at that post-it yep and he flips it off yep so, and and just talking about recording the album with Todd Rundgren and how much of a dickhead Todd Rundgren was, but, you know, still one of his best friends. Man, and it sounds candid uh, as hell. It it was good. It was good. So I'm just like, well, now I just have to follow this meatloaf train to 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 its end um, because I know that like random Jim Steinman songs showed up on random meatloaf albums along the way, including, you know, Bad Out of Hell 3 in 2006. So I'm just like, I'm going to just, I'm going to just listen to him. I have to this is this is my duty now nice dude <laughs> but i think i think you're gonna like these and part of me is is just not sure if you should jump straight into this album or listen to bad out of hell one first but i guess you
0: can well it sounds like you just want me to listen to the one song from bad out of hell one i mean of course you would want me to listen to the full thing of course but um yeah because it is pretty at least just for the, the context of this record just the right. the one carla devito song yeah and I'm like, well, if you if you listen to the
2: four hour interview, you should probably listen to Bad Out of Hell because he talks about that album a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So, well, I'll, I'll add and, it to the list. Eh, you, I, I don't feel like you'd be disappointed. I think
0: for sure. No, I mean, I loved I loved Bad Outta Hell too. And, you know, it, it was definitely a very interesting, quite abrupt surprise of mm-hmm. how much I enjoyed that and how oh, yeah. much of a fucking banger those some of those songs are oh man and to see to hear how it how those sound in
2: 93 and then you go back to like 1977 and you're like you know that that's what they were going for but they didn't have the technology for mm-hmm. it at the time um and and he talked about that obviously where it's like all right here's this giant piece and we're going to Squeeze it all down into just two tracks that you can put on, <laughs> on that you can record onto vinyl, <laughs> and they were so disappointed with like the final outcome of mm-hmm. like, Bad Out of Hell one, just because it just sounded like it was being played through, a, you know, a, a, a toy. So, but then like you got Bad Out of Hell two, where it's like you can hear everything so well. So it's like I was really wondering when did that happen, where we went from things sounding better live than they did on recordings, and then all of a sudden now things sound better on recordings than they do live <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. The way technology
0: so, is, it's kind of ebb and flowed in the music industry is very interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I hate to add more
2: albums to your, to your list of,
0: no, this is important. Remember super ethics. best friends, bro. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was cool. And so now I'm listening to Dead Ringer, for, which was the next Meatloaf album from also 1981 with songs written by Jim Steinman. And that's been interesting so far. You oh, can definitely cool. tell Me- Meatloaf lost his voice and had to retrain himself how to sing again because he sounds completely different okay. on this album than he did on That Out of Hell 1.
0: Very cool. So really, really right quick before we get into some Pearl Jam and Counting Crows, just two albums there. Uh, have you been listening to Salem 2 by the band oh. Salem?
2: Yes. I listened to that one this week. Yeah. yeah. We got ourselves some came out more
0: uh, Will Gould. We had, well, that's last week, I think, on the 7th, wasn't it? Yeah. Last Friday. Yeah. So yeah. what I mean, it's a nice little follow up to the first Salem EP from last year. Yeah.
2: I'm digging it. I mean, I think I gave that album a five out of five and this one. I think I gave a five out of five as well. Yeah. I mean, Will Gould has just been on a kick as
0: far as like, you know, releasing albums. does this albums? count?
2: This doesn't count as one of my uh, albums from last when year. When we Toss do our mid year
0: mid-year catch up. Check in. On our yes. Check in no. for our, <laughs> for our uh, bets. We're going to re-listen to that first episode or for that episode. And then we're going to hash it out together. Okay. Cause I thought okay. about this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nice. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to officially set it in stone. What counts as far as uh, uh that twenty twenty one releases, so uh I mean well you know some people have their split opinions on this split EP, but uh, mm. a sure disaster by CU Space Cowboy and If I Die First came out this past mm. Friday, and uh you know early uh early rumblings you know some people mm. if you I feel the like Discord you, is d- Discord is in Discord over this Discord part. is in disarray, but uh, I feel like <laughs> if you went into this EP expecting to love it. You're going to love it. If you, if you've went in not knowing what to expect, you're going to be mixed on it. And I feel like you're a little mixed on it. Right. Well, I listened to that
2: first, I listened to that first space cowboy album. I listened to the first EP from if I die first and last. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I mean, I'm only three listens in so far on this new one. And I, I mean, this kind of music is not something I'm just going to be like, listen to once and be like, Oh my God, it's so wonderful. Yes. So we'll it's see where I'm thr- at,
0: especially on the space cowboy front. It's very thrashy, which is the genre mm-hmm. that you and I are very attached to, but the, it's yes. a genre that this kind of scene was built on. I would say um, there's a yes. lot of, you know, uh, like uh, what's um, fear before the March of flames kind of started off with this kind of vibe, um, you know, Burning the horizon as well. Things, you know, bands of that nature, but uh yeah this is kind of is a throwback to early aughts mid-aughts kind of screamo a thrashy kind of screamo uh if i die first is kind of of the same vein but more of on the on the post-hardcore screamo side um so they're kind of you know getting together and kind of giving us giving us a little bit of a throwback so i appreciate it on that front but uh yeah you're kind of yes. you're you're struggling a little bit with this sounds like.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, again, three listens in, uh, on, I could on be both in a completely the different front. place.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could be in a completely different place by
2: next Friday. We just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah. I mean, so far I'm kind of enjoying like the, if I die first half of this split, like Sea you mm-hmm. space cowboy. Like I enjoy on a nostalgic front. And I do think like some of the songwriting is pretty good. And some of like the, the, uh, the, the, the song composures are very interesting as well. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, like again, genre uh, thrash is kind of a hard genre for us to review and kind of check out because it's not like our wheelhouse at all. But like this is so far, I'm like I'm enjoying it for what it is. But uh, again, yeah, we'll 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 check in on the next episode and see where we stand on that. Um, I've, yes. just really quick, also, I'm checking out the new album from this band called Shade S H A E D. I believe this is like their second album. The album's called High Dive. Came out this past Friday just a nice little female fronted, uh, pop band. Just oh, If so, if anyone's interested to check them out, <laughs> they're not very like famous or anything, but like I, said my wife and S- I, S H A E D. So A-E-D it's pronounced A-E-D shade, but, um, nice. yeah, I mean, if, if you're, if you're just, if you just want some like wholesome, jolly pop music from a, band like it's it's fine <laughs> like my, my so wife drunk. and I uh, discovered this band because their music was playing in our old gym back when we went to go to the gym so we checked out their first album I'm like oh this is really nice so let I me mean, like it's music that I enjoy with my wife so it's that was, I, I'm just throwing it out there just in case anybody else is uh, uh you know wanting to vibe with stuff like that so because the last couple weeks I've been like busy with music releases I just kind of stuck with Binaural by Pearl Jam and Recovering the Satellites by counting crows and let's start well, there with counting crows recovering the satellites their second album came out in 1996 this 96. is a kind of a step down uh, i know i know you warned me about it but like yeah august and everything after was like you know it was, was a pretty good especially as a debut thing i kind of you know this is my kind of introduction to counting crows outside of like music videos and stuff but yeah recovering the satellites Ooh. is kind of forgettable man like nothing really stood stood out to you too much? I didn't really even recognize any songs. Were, were there, from your perspective, like, were there big a long, songs? A Long December? A Long December? Oh, that was one, yeah. Song. Yeah, that was, that was like the big song that came yeah, the right at the end. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, but before that, there's like not any big singles. I guess the Long December was like the only song. Yeah, because I, I had never heard
2: Angels of the Silences and Daylight Fading, but apparently those were singles. And mm. Angels of the Silences is one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, but I, I initially uh, went into this album because of a long December, because I knew I liked that song way back when. And so I, I know I spent more time with this album before branching out into their others. Um, but I, I, And I just would kept, kept, keep on listening to it and being like, why am I struggling with this one? There's obviously a lot of good songs there, but for a full 14 track album, it, it hits some low points.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little long in the tooth and um, you're right. Angels and the angels of the silences is, is a fantastic song. And thank goodness it's right there in the beginning. Cause it hooks you, Right, you know? Right. So it's and like, Oh, they, I'm, I'm in for something special. Exactly. Here. But it's like, like, and that was oh. what I kept on going back to. And then tracks four
2: and five, I'm just like, wow, that's like 10 solid minutes.
0: Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, these songs <laughs> so. definitely could have used a little bit of editing in the, in the studio, it's like, Oh, do we really need to go into another verse? Like, <laughs> it's like, mm, right. yeah. So I feel like, you know, in hindsight, I guess, I mean, I'm not in this fucking bands, so, so, you know, what was my opinion count? But like, I feel like, yeah, th- th- this, this album is a little long in the tooth. Um, there aren't enough, Big songs, big memorable songs to keep you hooked. Like, I mean, just check mm-hmm. out "Angels in the Silences" in "A Long December" and yeah. "Daylight Fading." <sighs> "Daylight is Fading" is a good one too. Yeah, yeah. but um, and I like uh, I like Miller's "Angels." I think yeah, that's I was about cool to say song. that Miller's "Angels" is pretty good. Like "Monkey" Children is in... fine. Like uh, I go I go back and forth on that one a lot. Yeah, like so. I, as of right now, I, I I like "Monkey." That's a pretty decent song. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, and Chil- "Children in Bloom" I thought was a pretty cool song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's here and there, so it's like, mm-hmm. and those songs are spread out enough to like keep you engaged, right? Yeah, but for a full hour, it's it's tough. But yeah. I, I I like the closing
2: track, minute and twelve seconds walkaways. Yeah, uh, it's a good it's
0: cool a good song. outro, and like it's it's a good way to let you know, like, hey, you hung in there. The album's yeah. over congratulations
2: <laughs> well and i just remember thinking that like when i'd be listening to him like when is a long december coming up when is a long december coming up and then finally it hits and i'm like oh thank god oh okay finally something
0: i know this is great
2: okay this song is so good
0: <laughs> yeah so i mean so unfortunately like i wasn't digging this one like it's much as I did like August and everything after. But uh, I mean, like yeah. there's again, still some decent songs in here. Right. Uh, so for this week's, um, this, this week's segment uh what would, would, if I were a college age, pretty female <laughs> girl, would I fuck Adam Duritz? Everyone's favorite new segment of the show. Uh, so if he were to walk up to me, I, you know, I'm having some drinks after the, you know, I'm in the venue and right? I'm having some drinks with my girlfriends and they, and Adam Duritz comes here with his chubby little belly and his oh, and his baggy cargo his car. 1996 again okay, 1996 I seen pictures of him in 1996 all right <laughs> describing 1996 Adam Duritz with okay. his chubby <laughs> little bellies with his gross looking cornrows or no dreads his, his gross looking dreads his baggy cargo shorts with his socks that are kind of like midway up his leg and he's like hey baby I saw you up there I saw you down there digging <laughs> digging my songs Do you want to go out for or drink I'd, I'd be like you know um, I'll think about it I'll th- think, I'll about, think it. about it I mean I like are, on same- <laughs> are you on tinder are you on tinder I mean I like the song angels and silences that was really like a sweet song and like I, you know it's fine and like you know mr. Jones was fun too but like you know I wasn't really enjoying the set so much I'm kind of just here for um, matchbox 20 so like, <laughs> sorry <laughs> so this yeah. desert life i'm a little more about this desert life. i'm a little about yes. the, this desert life i mean when is that coming out it's like oh, that's coming out in 1999 baby it's like no Everybody's- but i think but i think that girl over there was interested in you and, and then i point to emmy Rossum. Hmm. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Shameless is she, own. She's a, she's a lot hotter than she's a lot hotter than you. Oh, you know, this I, I is 1996. So I'd be like, oh, I'm no, pointing she's 10 years old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing to a uh, 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 nine 90s uh, sex icon. Uh, jennifer aniston it's like oh Mm, that that girl is into you over there it's like okay baby thank you very much i'm I'm adam duritz (laughs) that's this week's segment if i were a young attractive college-aged girl having a martini with my girlfriends at the venue would i fuck adam duritz tune in next week when i review right this desert life from 1999 I don't think you're gonna you're, you're gonna feel this one. Anymore, oh, really? So. <laughs> Why am this I
2: reviewing one... this band, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because the next the albums four and five are my okay. favorites, All besides right. August and everything after. Hard Candy
0: um, and Saturday Nights and yes. Sunday Mornings. I'm waiting for. Okay,
2: so this Desert Life is probably probably the band at their rawest. Um, it's still an hour long, um, but there's like a hidden track at the end of track 10 so there's like some dead air there's probably a good like five to eight minutes of just like dead time at the end of it which was
0: very um, popular back in albums of the
2: 90s it's a tough album it's 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 stripped down it is not uh polished by any means um and it's kind of it you feel the uh the acoustic vibe a lot more on this one okay so um yeah, there's, there's some, there's some standouts. Mrs. Potter's Lullaby feels a really good song. Again, seven minutes, but is that still, a
0: single? Uh, yeah, apparently it was. Oh, a um, seven minute single. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it must it be a cut had, down like
2: music video version. Probably hanging around was the big single off of them.
0: Yeah. That um, song. Nice. You still hear to this day.
2: Mm hmm. Uh, not one of my favorites. I've been
0: hanging song. around.
2: <laughs> yeah. That song. And then colorblind is, was apparently another single that I, I like that song. Um, it just has its its low, long, droll moments. So for this one, I give like a seven out of ten. I think is is where I stand on it. Mm. Um, so not too bad, but again, not not the greatest.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I didn't not enjoy my time with it, but it just was kind of more like I'll just put this on the background while I'm working, you know. So I'm, I'm. I'm a, it, it's not an album that forced me to like engage with it too much, right? So it's like, right. so it is what it is. But you know, I'm not i'm not upset that i listened to it um okay binaural the year 2000 another album another year 2000 album i can finally put in my pocket uh so yeah this is pearl jam this is their their fifth album sixth album now uh so i think a bit of a step up from yield i know you kind of warned me about this sacrilege sacrilege (laughs) whoa whoa dude okay tell, tell you, me tell me where you're coming from here 52 minutes 50 <laughs> it's a long album i mean but they're all long albums sounds like you know i'm i am you know uh, you, you warned me so i went into this kind of like yeah you know let's see maybe it's about the same uh you know um what, what do you call it maybe it's about the same like song quality as yield or maybe less but like i don't know these, these songs are fine like i don't Songs I don't, were fine yeah Whoa. what do you not okay. like about this album it
2: again long, lots of five minute songs. But again, the first three tracks, but are I'm two used to that at now.
0: <laughs>
2: um, light years is an incredibly not fun to listen to song,
0: which is apparently nothing, a single. That, nothing here I recognized either, right? No, but, no um, nothing,
2: nothing as it seems. I, no, <laughs> thin, thin air, no, insignificance,
0: decent song. I'll give him that much. I like insignificance, that's a good song.
2: Of the girl, Mike, tell me about your your feeling, and then you know my feeling of them opening the set with that after
0: I had absorbed their it's previous a, albums. It wouldn't be my choice to open a set <laughs> with for sure, but
2: I can like see day, how they
0: would have thought like, all, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna start it off nice and slow, we're gonna we're gonna set the atmosphere over Ooh. here, and then we're gonna hit them hard with like another fucking song."
2: Like you know, I can see <laughs> them because. Because they go, they went from this one into uh, track two off of Riot Act, which is mm. like super he- super heavy song. Okay, but um, yeah, that, that that was my my of the girl memory.
0: I mean, this is probably um, a song like to to play before your final track of a s of a of a set. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't hate this song, Adam. I know it's kind of <laughs> droll, but it's not like a bad
2: song, man. Grievance. <laughs> I pledge my grievance to the flag. This was pre 9-11 too. Yes. No band was talking about grievancing over the flag at they, all. They were ahead
0: of the curve, Adam.
2: Pledge we- my grievance to the flag. Da, 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 da. I like that <laughs> hook. It's a pretty good hook, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like Rival. I like, I like uh, yeah, track 10. Yeah, Rival I like Rival song. as well. So it's like- you're not selling me on why you don't enjoy this album. <laughs> oh, but the first three tracks, first fucking what? What did I say? Six tracks are n- just nothing. There's nothing there. Mm. But anyway. You don't like Breaker That's just my opinion. I don't like, I, I no, I can't listen to much of any of that. Mm. Um, I thought Breaker Fall was a pretty. Evacuation. Evacuation is such a dumb song. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, are you Ma- do you expect Ma- that? Matt Cameron album? wrote this Matt Cameron ex- wrote
0: this song, Evacuation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I had a good time. <laughs> let's just, okay, let's just put it there like, again. I don't have I'm going at this from a very, very different perspective than you are, right? I'm going okay. at this like a okay. week, two weeks at a time, and it's like, you know, this is fine. Like, I'm 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 at where yield is. Okay. Right, and it's like you know, at this point in my journey with Pearl Jam, they're just kind of like coasting, right? Like, they've they've they you know, this isn't 10, this isn't even Vitality. This is you know, right. it's, it's just kind of like, all right, we're, we're we got super famous now, we're just kind of coasting on our fame. It's just like, oh, okay, well, this is what I expected, and it's like, fine, there's no song okay. that's amazing like Lucan in here like there's no, no. there's no Lucan in, in here right and there's i just wanted no amazing song <laughs> yeah and when i you know when i looked at the track listing i'm like oh there's a song that's about Lucan length it's called soon forget and i'm like okay that's gonna be the Lucan. i told you i told you about that one yeah <laughs> oh it's oh it's no Lucan, Luke- but <laughs> the uke the uke track <laughs> the
2: uke track yeah it's oh it's a lukin eddie Vedder played it almost every night at the shows. Good God. So, <laughs> I know. And it's just like, okay, like we, we weren't even like in, in the frame of like, like tearing down the, the 1% back in, back in this days. This is like, dude, they were ahead of their time. Yeah. This is pre nine 11. This is pre George W. Bush. I mean, like no, no, uh, Michael Moore documentaries to, to, to flood our brains with. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pearl jam was the only one that was speaking out anything politically. Uh, at this time. So it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, this again, Matt Cameron's first album with the band after Soundgarden broke up. Mm-hmm. And uh and it uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Ugh>. <laughs> as uh, Adam's official review of Binaural by Pearl Jam.
2: <laughs> and then sleight of Hand and Parting Ways. Like Parting
0: Ways again. That that's not a closer. No, it's not a strong closer <laughs> at all, but no. I mean again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize for this album. I guess it's, it's not. I, a, I think,
2: yeah. You, I mean, obviously this, this band didn't infiltrate your psyche and, yeah. and change your world the way that it did for so many people. Yeah. So maybe that's why it, it still sat with you fine.
0: And I'm trying to, <laughs> you know, and I, I go into both of these, like, you know, these Stirback albums that I'm listening to each week, like I'm going into them, like I'm trying to put myself in the perspective, but it's admittedly kind of difficult because, you know, I was, 14 when this album came out there. You yeah. were there, I guess I was not. There. I mean, neither was I.
2: I, I, I absorbed all six of these albums, you know, within the same month of each other. Mm-hmm. Well, except for the first two.
0: I had okay. Yeah, yeah. But you've also sat with this album. You know, this album has been in your psyche for 21 years mm-hmm. now. So I it's know. like, I'm kept, going kept into on- this.
2: It kept on coming up in my 6 CD disc changer and mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Oh, it's the new Pearl Jam album, cool." Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, why am I not excited by any of this? <laughs> oh, there's a ukulele track. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like finally shows up when the album's almost over. Mm-hmm. So, most of us were feeling pretty poor after Binaural, which okay. is why when when Riot Act hits, 2002's um, Riot Act, that's coming up next. Big big step up i just re-listened to it like last week nice dude Um, so this is where the band like all of the elements come together exactly where they need to be um they're they're putting you know the the early 90s days behind them obviously that sound but this is like the new sound with all of the experimentation elements including including matt cameron sounding almost as good as he did in the Soundgarden days. Um, like this, this album is like, I didn't know if I had just heard it at that time and was forcing myself to like it. But now that it's been what 19 years since it's come out and I still feel this way about this album. I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty set on this being like probably, probably like, you know, one of the f- more flawless ones. Ooh,
0: um, um, Now it's not, it's not super 10
2: excited. It's not ten, it's not verses, but it's it's right it's right there, okay um there is some really incredible experimental guitar work on here um and the the hooks come back. there's some really good hooks on this album, and like everybody is contributing on the songwriting side of things, and that, that probably just... adds to how it's kind of eclectic then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they add in the, the keyboard element onto this one. It's not, it, it doesn't stand out too much, but this was the first one where they, they brought in some keys. Um, yeah. And it's just some like interesting Pearl Jam stuff that you're like, whoa, I haven't heard this kind of thing before. Well, so, that's good.
0: Cause at this point in listening to their music, like I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for yes. them to kind of mix it up a little bit. Right, and that's what they thought they were doing on Binarl, and you know, <laughs> be nice, Adam, be nice.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, I know I am mine was the first single where like Cameron and I were just calling the radio station, like, can you play a new approach? Can you play a new project? They're like, nice. we sure will, and then and then they play a per- they play even flow, you know, <laughs> of course, of course. Let me call these. No, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. We want to hear I am mine. So now, like again, you couldn't hear. The new single anywhere else except the radio back in these days it was the wild, wild west. You couldn't just go to their, to their YouTube channel and re-listen to their new single over and over again. Mm-hmm. You had to wait for the radio station to come around on it. Couldn't add it so.
0: to your Spotify queue. You no had to wait around the, you had to call the radio station and then sit around for 45 minutes and mm-hmm. until they finally play the wrong song. And, yep. then you, and then your mom's like, we have to go. We can't, we, we got to go to church now. It's like, okay, mom, right. I've, I've just got to put my pants on. And you're still in your pajamas, right? And then your mom walks still. into your room and it's like, what are you doing? We, we had to go like 35 minutes ago. I'm like, but mom, I am mine. They Pro might Jam. play it they after this play commercial it. break. There's so, only one more commercial break. It's like I told you to stop listening to that devil music, and then she takes <laughs> off her shoe and beats the fuck out of you, right? Right. Yeah. While well, "Rock You
2: Like a Hurricane" is playing for the <laughs> fifteenth time
0: today, the Inland <laughs> Empire's blast.
2: <laughs> so um, yeah, even after all these years, I go, I can go back to this one and and and, and appreciate some of the uh, incredibleness that's on here. Um, yeah, I hope that you enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. There's only uh, two more albums that you need to listen to because I I might go and listen to Backspacer again because it's been so long, but ooh, man, that was a tough one.
0: That's the one after the subtitle?
2: Uh, Yeah, um, from 2009. But I mean,
0: shit, if you like Binaural, you might like that one too. (laughs) (laughs) Salt. You can just taste the salt coming off of Adam's mouth right now. (laughs) exactly exactly. very cool man so So is there uh, um, anything else that you wanted to share before we go before we let our uh wonderful audience go for the week man
2: i guess just this week i'm listening to to dead ringer from meatloaf i'm listening to some uh uh the third album from fountains of wayne with the stacy's mom track on there can you remember what it's called i think it's called welcome interstate managers Mm. or something like that um i'm listening to who else am I listening to? I don't have my phone near me. Shit. <laughs> um, I'm listening to three other albums. Uh I'm listening to Free Throw, their first two albums. Oh, yes. So that's been interesting uh, so A favorite far.
0: for some of our listeners, yeah. Yeah, so I figured I'd give that band a, a spin. And um Oh, yeah, their new album's coming out in June. Yeah, uh, Piecing It Together. There, that's right. Home, yeah. I remember now.
2: Um, and then there's a fifth album in there that I can't remember, but I'll, I'll get back to you more on that. Well,
0: I one. mean, as of this week too, this Friday on May 21st, big release day. We've got greatest hits by Waterpark. Uh, we have a band that I'm interested in called Lord Lord Horon, H-U-R-O-N. They, it's like their fourth album called Long Lost. If you're, if you're interested in like some thrice kind of progressive rock, um, like go ahead and check out that band, uh, Zombie 2. Which we're all very nervous about by the the Devil Wears mm. Prada's is right after their astounding album, The Act. So we'll see yes. where this album lands, and of course, uh, Scaled and Icy by Twenty One Pilots, an album that you know I'm sure will get a lot of people's opinions going. So big, big release day. So we we again join us over on Discord. The link is in the description of this episode. We want to hear your thoughts about these uh, up and coming albums. I mean, like releases are going to be nonstop from here on out. So like there's going to be no shortage of people like sharing their favorite song, sharing like their album reviews. And, you know, I'm sure our, our friend Daniel over recovering scene, kid.blogspot.com is going to, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be busy with his you know album reviews as well. So yeah, join us. And we, ha- we have a small growing community. Uh, we hope to, ha- we hope to see you guys there, chat with us. You, and even if you don't want to chat with us, just kind of join the discord and kind of follow along with the conversations. Have a laugh. You know, we share, we it's share, we fun. share the memes. We we we're so funny over there and the, we are and- pretty funny we are pretty funny <laughs> and you know if we're
2: talking negative about space cowboy daniel will let you know <laughs> 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 but that was pretty awesome uh but yeah um, enough, so- my my, Go ahead. my fifth album by the way uh the second album from Finny haas oh finney haas the hardcore to. band finney haas yeah it is called the last word is yours to speak so i've yeah, enjoy their first album uh, from twenty eleven, then this is their twenty thirteen album. That's Another a one. Very of proselytizing favorites. type of album title, man. I know it's very there's some christian elements there. So this oh. is christian metalcore at its christianness. So we it's like it's like we it's do good. devil music
0: but it's for the lord. Oh, interesting. It's interesting. For the lord. <laughs> it's like fighting against the devil for oh. the lord. It's fighting fire with fire, you know? It's like I'm it's a so freedom fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Are we being mean? we're being too mean. But uh, yeah, anyway, also in the description below if you want to help us out, we would very much appreciate it if you check out our survey. You you just need like a minute or 3 of your time it would really help us out it seems like every time we mention it we get like another one or two people to do it so again we're gonna leave it up for another like week or so so please uh, please help us out with that if you haven't already I'm on Instagram at Mike Wears Prada Adam doesn't do social media because that place is a fucking dumpster fire Uh, we're also uh, you can also email us like uh, like Xavier Raymond did X-ray baby. You know, that, X-ray. Like he didn't even mention
2: that that is like a, a good nickname for
0: him. Like oh, he, 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 he come. The, the publicist in the email said it over and over again. So you know. Oh. I mean, man, because he didn't heard... mention it. He well, didn't mention it the whole time. You know, because I listen to all of your content, Adam, and all of your interviews. Like I know that like he he doesn't like talking about himself. You know. Oh, At that's all. right. Of course. He, he's so humble <laughs> He's a humble, humble, polite. Gentleman who loves women and respects right. women <laughs> only women. <laughs> i mean just like all musicians in this scene do i mean that's why we listen to every musician because they all respect women and they're only all women. non-sexual kind of deviants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i hope you hope you enjoyed this week's episode thank you again to adam for his great interviewing skills this best Friday. And we hope to uh, we hope to see you in the next episode. Uh, hopefully, sooner than later. And uh, for my co-host, Adam, I'm your co-host, Mike. And like we say every week, the Skinny with Mike and Adam, respect women, okay? Just like Xavier Raymond, X-Ray himself. Right. Check out that new album from Flood the Drought, you know? Dance in my pants. <laughs> dance in my pants. <laughs> and do the boogie dance. <laughs> see you, folks.